Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Oh, wow. What a surprise guest we have. Judah David. You guys remember him? He's the official Balmanagin of MDY. Wow, it's been a while. He made a chas and his daughter got married and then he dropped off the face of the earth. But that was what, a month ago? Well, Yishkoyach, it's great to see you, Judah. Today's shir is being sponsored for the complete refuah shleima of Nisan Tzvi ben Penina and the continued atzlacha for him and the entire family. Sponsored by Dr. Mark Berkson to his wife, Varda Penina. I don't know what happened. Like, we had a, a streak going. People were sponsoring, we covered their wives, and that's it. People gave up. Now listen to this. This is from Dr. Mark Berkson from Bergenfield, New Jersey. Sponsoring Lukovic's wife. I'm sponsoring Friday's Daf in honor of my incredible wife, Varda Nina. Without her, I would not be the person I am today. I think that goes for everybody. It could be bad, it could be good. Fine. Oh, wow. Dr. Allen, it looks like you're in the base Medrash. Shalom Aleichem. Are you by yourself? See, some people come from Toronto, like Dr. Allen. They need to go to the base mesh, whether there's people there or not. They need to be in the base mesh. Amazing. All right, she has blessed me with three wonderful kids. She truly runs the show in our house while teaching full-time at Yavin Academy in Paramus. I've been fortunate not to have Mr. Daff. Unreal. Reboi said, this is unreal. I've been fortunate not to have Mr. Daff. I don't have an ex- I, I have to. I, I, I can't miss, but you guys could, and people that don't miss Daffim are very inspiring. I watch every day on Torah anytime and watch live Sunday morning, 12.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I wanted to thank you for making the daf such an incredible joy to learn. I'm sponsoring this daf specifically because it mentions chiropractic right at the end. No spinal alignment on the Shabbos, the prohibition against building. It's true. I don't know if we'll get there today. We will try. Being a chiropractor, it's more important than ever for people to get adjusted to help enhance immune function. You hear this, Rabbi Isai? Go to Dr. Mark Berkson in Bergenfield. We'd love to make Aliyah. Maybe I could be the official MDY chiropractor. Nope, we don't have one yet. All in the right time. Thanks again to you and the crew for making that such a wonderful experience for me. Dr. Mark Berkson, Bergenfield, New Jersey. Yishkoyach, Dr. Mark. One very interesting... I got this... We have a chiropractor. Who? Brim. Who? Dr. Brim. He comes on in the 215 chair. Devorah, says Devorah, Brim. Ah, Dr. Brim, okay, fine. But whoever makes it to Israel first wins. He lives in Israel. I didn't know that. He li- where does he live? Bechemesh? Don't tell me he's like my next door neighbor now. You know, like he's my best friend. Terrible with names. All right, Dr. Brim. Hmm, okay. Hi, Rebelli. One of the benefits of living in Australia. Simon, who's your, who's your buddy, the Chaz, and I forgot his name. He lives in Australia. Fast finishes early, so he just finished Tishabov. Listen to this. He's the official chazan in Melbourne, in this kehila over there, and he had to go to the shul with 1,200 empty seats. He sat there by himself on the floor. He sends me a video of it. And I remember when Corona first hit, you sang Rachim so beautifully. <clears throat> Thanks for the ka- Yeah, sure. Asking Hashem to have Rachmanis. And so last night after Eicha, I remember that and spontaneously sat down and sang that same song, and immediately went into Aukilo, which they were locked down, they're all in lockdown over there. 
So B'Kitzer, on your amazing Daf Yomi Club, and I'm proud to be part of, and Klai Yisrael, here's the song. I gotta show you this song, I don't know if you're gonna be able to hear it. This guy has an incredible voice. You got the idea. He looks like a pretty yeshivish guy. Simon, your buddy? Yeah, he's a great guy. And he's got a beautiful voice, as does his father. His father's in Sydney. What's his name again? Farkash. Oh, that's right, Farkash. Okay, Shkoya. Yeah, I believe they're hosting. He's hosting in Australia. One of the guy, one of the three people in Australia. All right, beautiful. Whoever wasn't here last night, the, the, the feeling of Achtos. We look at the screen because people are talking about Shalom, Tishabov, Shalom, you know, the Besamikdash. We, I think, seriously, I think we are starting that process right here, MDY. Where else in the world? You have Hasidim and Misnagdim, and you have a, 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 we just found out last night that a Lubavitcher is related to Litvak, Welcher is related to Mendel uh, Mitz. Bekitzer, the Achtos, Hasidim and Misnagdim, the Haredim and the modern Orthodox. One place, one place, everybody's friendly with each other. It's, we're starting it right here. One at a time, Reboisa, one at a time. All right. And also, another incredible thing the fact that it's not about the daf, it's about the yoimi. Last night we had 94 people on YouTube and 80-something on Zoom, which is usually the reverse. Zoom is usually higher. I don't know what happened. But Matzi, Matzi Tishabov, who wants to learn Tyra? It's, it's after fast. Give me a break. No. Close to 200 people. Live. Zog to Gemara. We're holding the last, last words on Daf Kufman Vavam Bez. Very rare that on a Friday morning we'll be holding where we need to be holding. But then again, very rare do we have a shear at night that could go forever. Omar Avhuna, Hamenar, where Daf Kuf Mem Zayin? You know what that means? The end of the Masechta is Daf Kuf Nun Zayin. So we're 11 days away from the end of Masechta Shabbos. Unbelievable. Hamenar, Taliza B'Shabbos, Chayv Chatos. So we discuss this Talacha. If you shake off your garment on Shabbos, you Chayv Chatos. In other words, if you clean your clothing in the typical way it's supposed to be cleaned, if cleaning it is shaking it, cleaning is flicking it, or sometimes cleaning it is with water. So it all depends on what you have and what the, what the situation is and what people typically do. When we had the mud, mud, a flick is not going to clean mud. So you're not over there, it has to be with water. If it's some dust, a flick might work. That's all you need. Usually don't throw your, your suit under a faucet when there's a little dust. You go like this and you're good. So that you'd be chayv chatas for says the Gemara, has to be brand new, Avabatiki, less limbo. What exactly is new and what is old? Machlaik's in the Rishonim a few times, one time. So, how does it apply to us? It applies very much. Why? And it has to be black. If it's white or red, you're wearing a red suit. We discuss red suits and who wears red suits and why people wear red suits. When you feel uncomfortable, you feel you're not, you don't belong in that country, you're, 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 you're a minority, you start wearing funny clothing. The Jews and other people, they like to wear interesting stuff. So 
if it's red, there's no problem of cleaning. Now, but the bottom line is, it all goes in your mind. So if you have red, if you, if you have a red suit, but you, want, you like it, no dust at all, and you keep on going like this all day long, then for you it's Issa Deiraisa. So, again, it's not important if it's brand new, if it was washed five times, and does cleaner include, is that considered a wash? If you have it for three years, but it's in perfect shape, you only wear it on Shabbos. If you're a Makbid, and most of us are to have, nobody likes dust on their suit, and you start flicking it, that could be, according to Rashi, uh, Isser Dairai. So, Vuhu, the Kapit Alayu. And you need to be Makbid. What does that mean, Makbid? Says, explains Rashi. Makbid means as long as you won't, you refuse to wear it if it's dirty. You're not going to go to shul when you have a bunch of dust on your, on your suit. That's Makbid. And if you're Makbid, then you're over. Says the Gemara, Ula, Ikla, Bidisa, Ula was in Pimpadisa. Chazar, Abonu, the Kamen, Napsi, Glimayu. He sees these Tamil Chachamim flicking and cleaning. Omar, Kamuchalim, Rabonu, Shapso. They were shaking their clothing, whatever they were doing. He says, oh, look at these Mechali Shabbos people. Omelu Rav Yehuda. So Rav Yehuda tells his Talmidim, don't listen to him. Nafutzi lei ba'pei. Do it right in front of his face. Anan loikab dinamidi. We're from Navarduk. We don't care about dust on our stuff. So we have no problem. I mean, it's a little bit of a problem. If they don't, if they don't care, so why were they doing it? It's like a... Sounds almost, uh, okay. So, the same question we'll have in a second. Abaya have a koik hamedi Rav Yosef. Abaya was in front of his Rebbe, Rav Yosef. Omalei, havli kumtai. Give me my, my hat. Chazadik aloy. So he noticed, Abaya sees that there's a bunch of dew on it. It was sitting outside, a lot of dew. Now he has a big dilemma. Have a komachasim lemesvalei. He, 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 um, he, uh, what's the word? No, he, um, okay, blank again. Fine, he tried to block it. Block, okay, block is a good word. He blocked giving him the hat. So, basically, he had a dilemma. Do I give him the hat? With all the dew on it, that's not nice. You don't give a Rebbe hat. Do I take off the dew? That's cleaning. So what do I do? You could clean it off. I don't care at all. So I don't care at all, so why clean it? Okay, so it's one of these things. Like, you want to clean, you want to clean, but you're not, you're not meaning, I will wear it. Some people say maybe in the weekday he wore it like that. And Shabbos, he's a little bit more mocked, but... I can wear no problem with the dew, with the stain, with all this stuff, like with Ula. You want to clean it? They want to clean it? Fine, but it's not, it's not important. It wasn't like, I can't walk outside like this. So, Taisis explains that we just finished the sugyo or the Mishnah. A guy was in the water. His talus fell off in the water. Now, if you weren't here last night, so you missed the good story about a jet ski, but I see that my Yosef Ehrman is here, and he wasn't here last night. There's a bunch of people. I'll tell you the story real quickly anyway. Why not? I was on a jet ski by myself. I used to love going out in Chicago by myself. 
And, and, and Eli Dykman is here. So I don't know if you ever heard this story. Maybe I said it after she once. And I look around, and there's no one in sight on the water. So I decided, why not go to the mikvah? So I jump into the water. Now, you could just undo your bathing suit a little bit. I say, you know, nobody's here. So let me take off my ba- so I take off my bathing suit and put it on top of my jet ski. And I start toiling. And all of a sudden, a giant wave comes, knocks my jet ski and my bathing suit into the water. And immediately, I had this crazy movie going through my mind. I am now driving my jet ski without a bathing suit back to the shore. People are saying, what is going on? The police are going to arrest me. I have nothing to cover myself. Zero. What do I do? Uh, in the paddock, I go under the jet ski and I had to go around the jet ski. And this is what I found my bathing Baruch Hashem. Oh, but it happens once in a while that your clothing falls off into water. How exactly? I'm explaining to you how it's possible. So, so based on this, so the guy takes his clothing, says Taisvis, his clothes fell into the water. So now, he's not going to wear it, it's wet. So he puts it on his shoulder. That's the continuation, says Taisvis. That's why this sugi fits in here. Chayav Chatos. So, the way it works, we're talking about a guy who wears it, but he puts it basically behind him. He's putting it behind his shoulder. He kind of wears it, but not... So imagine a talus like we have. The same size, the same thing. But it's on his shoulder and it's, on, it's backwards. He's not dressed in it. So he's chayv v'chatas. Why? Again, anything that's not the derech to go out like that, that's chayv v'chatas. We're going to see that the Gemara says even the way the Ashkenazim wear the talisim or I should say the Litvaks wear the talisim, you know, one on one shoulder. There's, there's two types. The Rebbes, and a lot of Hasidim, they wear it like over themselves. Like, they don't even put it on their shoulder. But the Gemara discusses shoulder, not good. So how do we go out like that? Because it became the derech. People who sell the clothing on the way, if they throw it backwards, chayavim chatos. We're not even dealing with the, cloth deal, the clothing dealers. Any person who does that and throws it behind him, he's But that's how we're just talking about the, the dealers because they're famous for that. Once we're talking about people that are famous for things, and also we're talking about caring. So if this guy walks out with money in his Linen, So I looked up in the Mishabura, the, the Ramad talks about it. So we're not over so much on Mukta over here, because he has to save it here, whatever the reason is. There's different reasons. We're talking about tiltal, carrying. So there's not a problem carrying. Well, here's the problem carrying because that's not the way to do it. You don't carry your money in linen, you put it in a, in a wallet or whatever it is. So th- that's why you chayav chatas. If it's not the derech to carry, chayav chatas. All people. So once again, you have the same idea. Since it's the, the, the typical for a chemini to put his money in some sort of, you know, linen. Okay, so they, they said chemini. But it's not dafka chemini, it means every person. The, the people from Rotten, here, Here's a, they do put it backwards like that. Now, sudor is not a talus. Sudor, over here we're talking about like, like, a, like a scarf. 
you know, put it like, like the kubalim, scarf around the head, so they would throw it backwards. According to Taisa, Ratanim are runners, but we're going according to Rashi every, all the time, so Ratanim is a place. So if you have a scarf and you throw it back, you're okay, because that's how the people in Ratan do it. Rabbi this is 10,000 points. Where do we have Hurkunas in our Masechta? Give you two seconds. One of the most famous stories in our Masechta, which they say that um, we're holding smack in the middle of the Amud. Somewhere like that. They say it's Rabbi Kiva that worked for Rabbi Eliezer. Uh, I see Aaron Shields, the genius. Of, he's, he's a relative of mine. He is a genius. He knew right away it's Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva worked for Rabbi Lezben Hurkins. He worked for, and, and then he didn't get paid. And he said, and he walked away. Bepachin nefesh, the Gemara says about Rabbi Kiva. So that was Hurkinus. Maisa Bahurkinus, Benoish Rebelezbin Hurkinus. And if you remember the story, it's very interesting. If you remember the story, he came to pay him back. And Rebelezbin Hurkinus tells Rebbe Kiva, So what did you think when I told you I don't have food, I don't have anything, to, I don't have money, I don't have animals, I don't have trees? Didn't you want to kill me? He says, No, I thought this happened to this. And then and finally he says, I thought maybe you were Magdish everything. And he says, Eloi Kim. I think it was that Lashem. Yes, I made a shu. I'm not going to give anything to my son Hurkunus. Why? Because he doesn't learn Torah. And here he is. Here's Hurkunus. Here's Hurkunus. The one that his father was upset at him for not learning Torah and snider everything away. And because of that, Rabbi Kiva suffered from Yom Kippur to Sukkot. It was. Shiyatza Besudah Shalak so, here's Horkinus, here's the scarf, and he has a string running down the front, the center picture. Why does he have this string? So that if it falls off, he'll catch it. You don't need the string. You're permitted to walk like that. You don't have to tie it with a string, even though it's kind of flimsy and the scarf might fly off. You don't have to worry about it. So he came there and they asked Ula, could you make a gutter? Again, if you didn't, if you weren't here last night, it's too bad. In New York, it's called a gutter. Is your head in the gutter? Right? What's a gada? A gada is, is a street. What are you? You, 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 you fashmutzed? You your head is in the gada? I don't know if anywhere else in the world a street is called a gada. And I don't know if anywhere else in the world besides Italy they drop the ah. But that's how it is. So the shaila is, could you make a gada? Also, last is Marzabi Shabbos. My Marza, what's this gutter? Who's making gutters? It's not for your house. Omer Abzeiro, Kisei Bavliyoso. Oh. So according to Rashi, it's this guy right over here. You have like a long reckle. 
Chasidim know what I'm talking about when they have to fold it up behind them. Uh, so that's not that's a temper. But over here, this red V, you take the bottom of your jacket, you fold it upwards, and you sew it in there. Now, exactly what's going on? Who would have a how many you could sew it on Shabbos? I, I'm not exactly sure what the big Shaila here is. I think everybody knows that it's Usr. So maybe the Shaila is a little different. According to Taisvis, he brings this sheet that he throws it around on his shoulder. And it folds up like a gutter. It gives a little bit of a V on your shoulder. So there's no sewing involved here, and there's no anything, so that makes a little bit more sense, Lukhair. But Rashi says that you tie it with strings. So this Gemara, again, I'm not exactly sure what you gain from this Gemara, because the Gemara is not very elaborate. The Gemara doesn't say anything. The Gemara says, How about this? Amalei Aser, that's Aser. V'hachimai, and what about this? Amalei Aser. So for us, generations later, what is Hachi, what is Hachi? What are the two questions they asked him? Both of them are Aser. Omer of Papa, Nekoyta klala biyadach. Remember this, kol adayta dilechanufei Aser. If you're there to do it forever, it's supposed to remain in a certain way, Aser. Kol dilechanufei shari. But if you did it to make, to make it look good, and it's a, a temporary thing, that's okay. So, Rashi says, in the weekday, he used to do this. He may he fold it up nicely on a shawl, whatever it was. That is misna, and it's mutter. He did it in the weekday, and he could do it on Shabbos. Once upon a time, Rebbe went out to the field. Oh, this is how the Litvaks wear the Talesim. A lot of people wear the Talesim today. One on the right shoulder and the other on the left shoulder. And this is exactly the, the, the case of the Gemara. You have a big, big Talis. He wraps his body in it, one side on the right, one on the left. The son, in other words, the brother-in-law of Rabbi Meir. It could be the brother-in-law, it could be just he had a, a son that's not his actual brother-in-law, maybe a son from a different, okay, whatever it is. Didn't... Uh, didn't uh, my brother-in-law say that Yechai v'chatos? Omar lei, diktik rabbi meir atkan? What, this also? To put on your shoulders is that much of a problem? It's not, we were talking about when you throw it behind your back. Your entire talus is hanging, and that's not the derech. But this, nicely on the shoulder, what's the big deal? Says Gemara, nevertheless, shilshul rabbi talisoy. Rabbi undid it, like the chasidim. He went all the way down. Put a little bit in the garital, the tzitzis go in the garital, and then the rest just drapes everywhere. This wasn't a story with Yeshua ben Zeres. Well, I thought Rabbi Kiva says it's also to put it on your shoulders like that. Rabbi Kiva didn't care that much if it's on the shoulders, the kid that's on your back. Same story, different people. That's not true. What happened was, Rebbe didn't have his talus like that. Rebbe wouldn't put himself in a, in a, in a shayla, 
uh, did Rameyer say it's also Rameyer said it's mutter? They came to ask Rebbe, and Rebbe said, I think it's okay. And then somebody said, well, what do you mean it's okay? Uh, it's, it's similar to the case of, of putting it on your back. He said, you know, you're right, fine. But he himself never did it. Says the Mishnah. If somebody goes into a hot bath in a cave. So he takes hot water from before Shabbos, puts it in a cave. The cave has a ceiling on it. it try, he's trying to keep this water as warm as possible throughout Shabbos, which is problematic. We learned there were different stages where it was mutter, then it's osir, mutter again. People couldn't stand the gzeira, but it seems like from the Mishnah, the Gemara's Medayik, haroichetz, if somebody did it without permission, but that's not the point of the Mishnah. The point of the Mishnah is schita with a towel. Which you could jump into the Tveria water even though it's hot. That's mutter. Vinistapeg, and he used a towel. Afilu be'eser aluntiyos. Even if one person used ten towels. In other words, there's very, very little moisture on the towel. Lo'yevim biyodai. You're not allowed to carry it on Shabbos. Now we're not talking about carrying because it's in a chutzr, like Rashi says, it's in his, whatever it is. There's an eruv, there's not a problem with carrying the issue is, I might wring it out. The problem of schita. Now, there's a problem that we discussed briefly, but Taisus is very busy with it throughout the Masechta, and that's shriyasa zuki busay. So typically, to take a towel, to take any garment and soak it in water is also it's libon, it's mechaves, it's also. So why are we allowed to, for hamaytzi, wash our, wipe our hands on a towel? So that's not a problem because it's a brand new towel. The towel is not dirty, so you're not cleaning it. Or you're actually making the towel worse. It came out clean, and now with your kind of dirty hands, you're, you're, you're wiping the dirt. You're not cleaning the towel, you're doing the opposite of clean. If anything, you're ruining the towel, right? A, a towel that many people wipe their hands on is not a clean towel. It's disgusting. You throw it away. Put it in the laundry. Says the, says the Mishnah, What did we gain from Corona? A number of things. Number one, we gained Zoom. Now we can all learn Torah on Zoom. Even after Corona leaves, we're still going to do Zoom. The other very, very important thing that we gained is that in the Mir Yeshiva and in the Shtibel that I learned, they got rid of those towels that go around and around and around. Those are one of the most disgusting things you could ever see. Especially when I saw with my own eyes a guy walk over it and blow his nose into it. I'm not kidding. I saw a guy do that. And then it goes around, and then the next guy takes his hand. And who uses that thing? I don't even know why. And I learned in a, in a very American shtibel. I mean, the, 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 the guy, the, the rabbi, he's a chassidish guy, but everybody there is American. And they have this towel that goes around and around. Who? Whatever. But Baruch Hashem, as soon as Corona hit, they got rid of that towel and they immediately installed the, those paper, paper towels. Great. Says the Mishnah, If ten people use one towel, Pneyam, their faces, Yedeyam v'ragleyam, Rashi says this is just what typically people do. You could use your whole body. It's not a problem. Great. 
That's not a problem. Now if you have a really wet towel from 10 people where you could really wring it out and there would be a problem of schita, it's not a problem. Why? Because there are 10 people there. And each one is going to remind the other one, hey, schita, don't do it. When it's an individual, even though he, doesn't, he, had, he used 10 towels and they're hardly wet, it's a problem. But 10 people and one towel is not a problem. You could carry it. Next, Allah. Sachin machine. You can get a good geschmack massage and anoint it with oil. amlin. You cannot do like a Russian massage. I don't even know if there's such a thing, but that's, I'm picturing myself like a Russian giving you a massage. That's like a really rough massage. That's no good. garim. Oh, I have a Mizgarim is this tool right over here. It doesn't matter. You get the idea. It basically, you, it takes off dirt. It takes off skin. You know, it gives a gishmaka, whatever it's called. So you can't do that on Shabbos. We're going to see in the Gemara, problem of it's like It's like healing. It's different things. Don't go into the river called Kurdima. Also, Rufua. Veinoisim apiktvizin. We had this before, you cannot induce vomit, otherwise known as purging, and different, Norm will tell you all about it, whoever has a, a seminary is probably pretty familiar with it, not in his seminary, I'm just saying in general, like seminaries. Oh, this is, <laughs> he's not happy with that. No, but uh, you know, there's a machal today going on, the, the eating disorders. You cannot shape the bones of a child. When we had this in the Masefta before, as they come out from, from the whole childbirth, the whole thing, it, it, it bends their bones, you shouldn't put them back together on Shabbos. Ve'ein machzir shever. Oh, this is uh, Dr. Mark Berkson. We don't even have to go to the end of the Amma to the sea. They can't put back, as the Gemara is going to explain, this is the vertebrae. So one pops out, it's not a sakana, obviously, if it's a sakana, you can do whatever you need to do. It's not a sakana, wait until after Shabbos. If you dislocated your finger, your hand, your foot, Oh, I'm just, I'm looking forward to getting back to basketball, I haven't played in months, in three months. And the first day back, always, that's when you dislocate your fingers, you dislocate your, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You can't, and what do you do? You put it in water, you shouldn't put it in cold water. You can wash yourself. If on Shabbos you happen to heal yourself by mistake, then it's okay. Says the Gemara, There's two things in the Mishnah. You have the water from a cave, and you have Meitveria, the hot springs of Tveria. That's where Rashi got the idea that they're hot and it's enclosed. Haroichetz, but from the word haroichetz, the evid in chatchil eloi, it seems like you shouldn't be doing it. We're talking after the fact that he, he washed himself, he bathed himself in hot water, that he heated up before Shabbos, then what do you do with the towel? Miklal, you see from here, we just turned to Kufmem Zanom Base, sponsored by Shia Greenfeld from Green Star, electrical contracting, the Shtat of Golgufoy. You're allowed to take a good shower. Shower's okay. You're not allowed to bathe yourself in a bath. This goes according to Rabbi Shimon. Everybody agrees that 
that you're not allowed to go into a bath that's heated before Shabbos. The Machlaikis is a shower. Divir Meir Meir holds you not allowed to take a shower even if it's cold on Shabbos. Reb Shimon, Matir, why does Reb Shimon say it's okay? Because that's not the derech. Who in the right mind takes a shower? Rabbi Yudah says, a hot shower is awesome. I believe, I didn't look it up, I believe cold is okay today. People are machmer a little bit. But I think we go with Rabbi Yudah, although I don't see the halacha in his, in his uh, camp over here. So, forget what I said. Don't, don't be some on anything I say. Says the Gemara, what we already know. This is a chiddush in the beginning of the mission of a safer Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi What's the chiddush in the beginning? These towels that don't have any water in them, even the chadu, since he's an individual, he might forget and he'll squeeze. And what do you see from the sefer? A towel has a lot of water in there. Ten people just used it. There's once in the mikvah, and a guy didn't have a towel, and he asked the guy, he says, can I borrow your towel? After you use it? And the guy told him, the guy says, no, before I use it. It's a schus for me to give it to you before I use it. I couldn't, I'm standing there, wow. Before I, he's going to let the other guy use it, and it's a schus for me, and then I'm going to use it. So Rashi says it all over there. Since there's many people, you won't come to Chil Shabbos of squeezing. They had like these little windowsills or little uh, shelves. So I finish with my towel and I put it on the shelf. I'll come back after Shabbos and grab my towel. Nobody's going to steal it from there. You cannot give it to the bathhouse attendant, the guy in charge, the guy over there. Because they're, they're choshed. So I look at Rashi, Rashi says, We're concerned to do schita. I was disappointed because Oisid Dover usually means like uh, they call a uh, Chazer, a PIG, Oisid uh, Dover. Or when you're talking about Znus, Oisid Dover. So I, I, I couldn't believe it. Schita, that's, so why doesn't the Gemara say Schita? I look at Rabbi Hananel, he actually says, yeah, we're concerned. There's like crazy people running around in the mikvah. Who takes a job like that in the mikvah? A pervert. And he says it's a problem. Sheikh Zera on the, on the, on the towel. Says the Gemara, Reb Shimon says, it's okay. Oh, so you're asking yourself, how come today you see these guys walking from the mikvah with a towel on the shoulder? If you live in Eretz you see this all the time. It says in the Mishnah, you can't. So, you have Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon says, it's not a problem. Even an individual could bring it back home. Abai asks his Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef, what's that Allah? Omalei, Horeb Shimon, Horebi, Hashmuel, Horeb Yoichanon, they all say it's Mutter. So what are you asking me questions? Reb Shimon, Hodam Moran, we just said a second ago that it's Mutter according to Reb Shimon. Rebbe, what's Rebbe? The sign, you know, Omer Rebbe, Kishon, Yinu, Lameidim, Torah, Zorib Shimon, Biskoya. When we used to learn Torah by Reb Shimon in the place called Koya, Oh, I forgot to, to, I actually have one of the pictures, but okay, you, get, you know that we already had it. You're allowed to go from a rooftop to, to Chatzar to Karfaf. Basically, you don't want to take the Rosh Hashanah route, which is very problematic, obviously. It's Osir to carry Rosh Hashanah. 
So you go through the backyards from one, you hop from the roof to the, the backyard to the this to the that. Fine. So Taisus kind of talks about Nukudo. Maybe we're all going together. There was a whole shear of guys. And we're going to the mikvah, whatever we're doing, to the bathhouse and Shabbos. And, and that's why it's okay. Um, it's okay to, to what do you call it? To, to, to carry a towel, the, ten people, one towel is okay. So Stai says, no, because it was Rav Shimon, he was the Rebbe, and you're not allowed to go to the mikvah, you're not, to the, you're not allowed to bathe in front of your Rebbe. It's not covered for the Rebbe. So maybe he had one person with him, says Taisus. Okay, that's still a good raya, that you're allowed to bring a towel. Otherwise, we'd have a problem. He obviously had many Talmidim, and they're all going together, so that's why it's not a problem. They're all going to remind each other. And that's why Taisus says this interesting chiddush. Not a chiddush, I mean, that's the halachi. You can't go to the mikvah with the father, with the Rebbe, etc. Shmuel and what does Shmuel say? That's mutter. Domer of Yudah, Omer Shmuel. Mistapik Adam Baluntis. You could use a towel. Omer Viyotech, Biyotech Beisai, and you could bring it to your house. We're not worried. We're not concerned about squeezing it out. Rabbi Yochanan, Domer Rabbi Chia Barab, Omer Rabbi Yochanan, Alocha. Mistapik Adam Baluntis, Omer Viyotech, Biyotech Beisai. Bekitzer, they all say the same thing. It's all mutter. Asking him, Mara, Mi Omer Rabbi Yochanan, Hachi. Again, in this Masech we had it, same kind of question. Rabbi Yochanan is famous for saying that Allah is always like the anonymous Mishnah, and now our Mishnah is anonymous, so obviously passing is like our Mishnah. Usnan, it says in our Mishnah, even if he used one individual, used 10 different towels, you're not allowed to carry. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan didn't have an anonymous Mishnah. It was anonymous. It has a name at the end. He had a name. These bathhouse attendants could bring towels for women. But they have to wear it. They have to trick. They have to pretend they're wearing it. They can't just carry it in their hands. So they put it on, cover themselves with it, walk to the Beis to the mato. You have this long towel here. This picture right over here. So basically, you tie, like a lot of people do today, they tie their talus, they make like some, a temporary knot on, let's say, Simchas Toyer they do it. You know, they don't want their talus to fall off, so they go like this. That's what it says here. If you're going to walk like that, you have to make sure it's very light, it's a lightweight thing, it can blow off in the wind. It should be below his shoulders. He tells his city people, when the Goyim come in with their armies. And, unfortunately, we have to take care of them. And on Shabbos, they demand their clothing. So better than carrying boxes full of clothing through Rosh Hashanah, which you're allowed to anyway, because if not, they'll kill you. But there's a better way. Just wear the clothing, put it on, and then bring it to them. Put it on, tie it like this, and then you're good to go. Sochin, now, how do you anoint yourself and give yourself a massage on Shabbos? It has to be with a shinui. So what's the shinui? Sochin, you give yourself a little tummy rub on Shabbos. Eventually, you, you have to do it differently. What does that mean? First, you put the oil on. Says Rashi, it seems like, that the way it was then. First, they would rub, they would give themselves a, a nice massage. Probably loosen up the skin a little bit, get every, get the blood flowing, 
then put the oil on, and then it would, it would absorb better, I guess. No. Since Rabbi Yechon holds that in the weekday, sometimes they put the oil on first, sometimes they give massage first, it's unknown. Different people do different things. So the only way to get out of this and do a shinu is it has to be together. You pour the oil and do it together. You're now stand on the bedrock, the bottom of this place, this, this river, the Myoisas, which Rashi says is salty. It heats up the body. The salt will heat up the, ba- the body and it heals. Oh, healing is a problem. Shabbos. You might come to grind herbs. By the way, it only has healing powers for 21 days a year. And the Chagash Vuois is part of the 21 days. Is the end of the 21 days Shavuos? In other words, it either starts, when it says Shavuos, it's not smack in the middle. So either the first day of the 21 days of healing starts in Shavuos, and that's what the Gemara is telling us it starts, or it's the last day. We had this, it's a Gemara earlier, probably like a good month ago, that these drinks that are healing drinks, so they they work from, from Pesach to, to Shavuos. So too, this water is going to heal you from Pesach to Shavuos. So in other words, Shavuos is the last day. The more that it's cooled off and the world is cold, it's better. So in other words, before Pesach, before it gets really hot after Shavuos. So use it then. It's like a good Gishmaka Coke. It has to be cold. But over here, havluhu, it's the heat of the water that warms up the body, and that's what heals. So I need more heat. More heat is after Shavuos. Says the Gemara, this is amazing Gemara. We know about the lost tribes. Ten lost tribes. What happened to them? Why? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why they got lost. And this is, this is a good... This is a good lesson to us. We could all learn something from this. We could just read the Gemara and go weiter, or we could ma'afnem. We could, how do you say ma'afnem in English? In something. Chamro de fregiso umayo de dioimasas. The beautiful, the great wine from fregiso, the top wine from France. Umayo de dioimasas. These great rivers. Kipchu aser sashvatim Yisrael. When Klai Yisrael was so involved in Gashmias, they needed the best wines and the cigars and their cars and the this and the, the bathhouse and sitting around in the Schwitz. That's what destroyed them. That's why we lost 10 tribes. Unbelievable. Rebbe Lazim and Arach, Who's Rebbe Lazim and Arach? He's in Pirkei Avais. He's one of the five Talmidim in Pirkei Avais of Rebbe and Zakai. The greatest one. Imshech Basrayu. What happened? They had a move and everybody went to Yavna and he stayed over there and he said, I'm the greatest one, they're going to come to me. They, know, they never showed up. But he's Rebbe and Arach. He's Mayanam Gaber. It's interesting. Mayanam Gaber. He fell by the Mayan. The Mayan is what got him. Imshuch Basrayu. 
he got involved with the Mayon. He went into the, to the salty waters, Geshmaka baths, and drank the wine. He forgot his learning. I just saw a beautiful, and I have a, a, a safer about Rabbi Yashiv. And somebody asked Rabbi Yashiv once when he was in a great mood, and he said, how do you remember everything? Why do you have such a great mind? And he says, anybody can remember, but it's Ritzifus. As soon as you take your mind off Torah, you forget. So if you could go straight without watching movies, without this, then you don't forget Torah. That's what he, he didn't say movies. I was just saying, if you, if you have that Ritzifus, you don't think about Shtusim and that, and that's what it says over here. As soon as Rebbe Lezben Arach started drinking the wine and the water, he forgot his learning. He had her also, he showed up. Come the Mikre. So when, when the Chash of Rebbe Lezben Arach shows up, what do you do? You give him an Aliyah. He gets up. So he was the Balkaira. You know, in those days, you got Ali, you read. He's supposed to say, This is the first month. Omar. Was their heart deaf, mute, silent? Kitzer, he made a chayzik. They realized something's wrong here. This is the big Rebbe Arach. So they had a daven for him. And then he remembered everything. You should always, no matter what, go to where the Torah is. And don't wait for it to come to you. Rashi says a very interesting thing here. That when you learn Torah with other people, even if they're learning another Masechta, you're going to overhear them. And you're learning your Masechta and you're going to remember the other Masechta because of the people next to you. Why is his name called Rebbe Neroi? He illuminated the eyes of the Tamid Chachamim in Allah. He cannot use this tool on Shabbos. Terrible stuff. His feet are full of mud. Okay, that's, I can deal with that. And waste. You're not doing it for refu, you just need to survive. So, you, of course, you could scrape it off. This actually, I found one that's made out of real silver. His mother made him a special one for Shabbos. We got to go weiter because. Mark Berkson sponsored today's daf. You're not allowed to go into this place, Kurdima, because you'll slip. And the uh, Rabbi Nachanal says here it's quicksand. And if you slip, according to Rashi, you're going to do schita. You're induce vomit with, with some sort of medicine. But if you stick your finger in your throat, mutter, tanya Rabbi Nachemi Oimer. It's also to do it all year long. It's baltashchis. Oh, to swaddle a baby on Shabbos. Shapir dami. Oh, but it says in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to straighten out a baby's bones. When you're talking about the vertebrae, the Mexican boyna, you are building on Shabbos. That's also. If it's a sakana, of course you can. But if it's not a sakana, so everybody go to Dr. Mark Berkson to get your baina, to get your bone straight. It's very good, he says. I forgot what the Lushan was. 
Have a wonderful Shabbos. Motzi Shabbos, 9.30 still. We'll see you, Bez Hashem. Have a great Shabbos. Achtos, Rabbi say Achtos. Make that phone call. Make sure with somebody. A good Shabbos. Rav Nachshon Mendel, where are you from, Rav Nachshon? Baltimore, I Oh, that's right, that's right. Baltimore, Baltimore. I think I asked you that, no? Yes, last week. Last week already. But you know, the beard grew since then. Because of Spheros, I didn't recognize you. Ah, that's what it is, that's what it is. Last time also you're in the dark, that's right. You're, you don't want to wake the Elam up over there, I got it. Baltimore. Don't forget, go to go to one of those CUM in Baltimore. Go to Fischl. They're trying to find you. They're trying to find you. We share Fischl. No one knows you. They say they, you told me that they don't know you, but they don't. They know him. They know him. Tell, tell the guy who delivered you to deliver their meat from Mark and Mayo. I'll, I'll, I'll go to them. Fischl, make sure you get a good meal for Nachshon. Thank you. Iron Shields, very impressive. How do you remember that Rabbi Kiva? Don't 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 forget don't forget that that Iron Shield's brother um, came in second place for Tanakh Holamis. These guys are memory is one of the they're all geniuses that whole family. What? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that we. We're so involved in, in Gashmias. We drink wine, we do all this stuff, and then we wonder how come uh, Mashiach's not here. Saying we lost the, the... What did they do? They indulged in Gashmias. That's what they did. That's what I'm saying. It's not... Hello, it, Simon, the reason why you, don't underst- you didn't understand what I'm talking about is because you're here in Israel. I was talking more to the New Yorkers. Those bar parkers. <laughs> Ellie, don't put your head down. Don't worry about it. Gashmias! Gashmias! They, uh, they have so... What are you saying? Yeshua said the doors will be open on Matzah Shabbos. That's what he said. I think usually Levi Friedman is all by himself, and today I had Dr. Allen from Toronto, and uh, I mean. Dr. Factor comes every once in a while. Okay, so please don't. I might be there next time.